<laughs> love is the truth of who you are it seems hard to believe at times <laughs> doesn't it seem hard to believe that love is the truth of who we are sometimes that seems very hard to believe doesn't it love is the truth of who you are it seems hard to believe at times but that's only because you choose to believe something different you are the beloved son of God and what you choose to believe is real for you you may make your wishes and believe in them and no power will interfere with the choice you have selected or <laughs> if you'd like another option <laughs> You may choose to stop choosing and accept instead the truth of who you are. Yes, the thought you have now is correct. Obviously, Holy Spirit was reading my mind. Hopefully, he'll give us a hint as to what I was thinking at the time. I don't remember. Yes, the thought you have now is correct. The way out of blind ego choices is to ask me in all things that must have been the thought in my mind the way out of blind ego choices is to ask me in all things stop choosing for yourself for when you do you are certain to let ego choose for you there may seem to be spiritual choices or right choices made but I assure you those choices are purposed to keep you feeling separate special and believing illusions are real invested in illusions to make your happiness stop choosing ask me I will answer follow my word in faith and I will lead you from this world you have made to the joy that is yours gifted to you by your father come it is time for us to go now a lot of thoughts ran through my mind as I was reading this little piece right here um, one thought that ran through my mind of course it was the message of the code which I know many of you are familiar with if you're not familiar with the message of the code you may be familiar with the Course in Miracles or NTI language of the script um, what we learned in the message of the code is that the script is actually quite complicated uh, in that it has different vibrational levels and it has different individual interpretations but one thing that we learned about that script is that if you aren't at all aware of uh, discernment in the mind if you aren't at all aware of the practice of discernment then what happens is your thoughts come into your mind as a script and you just believe them and you follow them and you stay stuck at that same vibrational level so that you keep experiencing the script in the same way that is what I would call blind ego choices as listed in this particular message you just believe whatever your thoughts tell you when they tell you to get angry you get angry when they tell you to be sad you're sad when they tell you to be happy you're happy but you never examine them you never ask where they're coming from you never look to see if there's a higher choice available to you in that moment those are blind ego choices what the Holy Spirit is asking us to do is to choose a higher vibrational level uh, and we do that by putting aside our own thoughts and asking the Holy Spirit what we should do what we should say what we should think what we should feel 
And one thing that I've learned is that the more frequently during the day that I turn my thoughts over to the Holy Spirit, the more guided I truly am. And the less frequently during the day that I stop to turn my thoughts over to the Holy Spirit, truly the less guided I am. And it's very interesting because he's saying that you know, you might seem to make spiritual choices or right choices, but if those choices are coming from the thinking mind rather than from guidance, he says, I assure you that those choices are purposed to keep you feeling separate, special, and believing illusions are real. It doesn't matter how spiritual they look. And we all know the term spiritual ego. We all know the spiritual ego exists. And that reminded me of when I was in China this last summer. And I think all of you know, or, or many of you know, maybe not everyone. Ed is here. Kelly is here. You guys don't know me quite as well. Uh, but in, in uh, June, for three weeks, I had a high mystical experience that lasted for three weeks. Uh, for three weeks, I was very, very high <laughs> in love, very, very high in love. I had a lot of very high mystical experiences. And during that three weeks, during a portion of that time, I was in China. And I was in China on a bus tour. And on this particular bus tour, there was a woman that everybody fondly called the crazy lady. <laughs> Actually, maybe they weren't so fondly calling her the crazy lady. I think for the most part, everybody on the bus wished she wasn't there. In fact, I know that. Um, she, would, she would explode suddenly into large, uh, loud fits of rage, yelling at people, accusing people of stealing her stuff or drinking her Coke or, or something. And, uh, and, and people were very upset by her behavior, but especially when she would explode towards a small child, which she would do. Like, a, you know, a small child could look at her, you know, of course look at her because she's exploding <laughs> in rage. So the children would look at her, and then that would make her even more angry, and she would start yelling at the children. Uh, so this was going on on, on this bus tour. And uh, at one point, they decided to start a petition to get her removed from the bus because the children were, were becoming afraid of her. And people weren't really certain what she would do, if she would just keep yelling or if she would at some point do something more violent. So they started a petition. Now, I want to remind you that I was very, very high on love. Um, you know, I don't know what it's like to be enlightened, but I was as close to, to the experience of enlightenment for these three weeks as I've ever been, very high on love. So my perception of this entire event, uh, you know, was coming from a place much different than it would be on any other day. But what happened is they started passing around this petition to get this woman removed from the bus. And when the petition came to me, now on any other day, I probably would have stopped and thought, which would have been my first mistake, I probably would have stopped and thought, what is the right thing to do here? Uh, I probably would have weighed the options and I probably would have decided that it would not be love. And this is just my personality. I probably would have decided that it would not be love to sign a petition against someone. And I probably would not have signed it thinking that was the spiritual choice. However, on this particular day, I was in the middle of this three-week mystical experience, very high in love. Every one of my thoughts, every one of everything was being completely guided by Holy Spirit. And when the petition came to me, the only thing that I knew is that it was love to sign it. I knew that without any doubt. 
and I signed the petition without ever giving it a thought and I passed it on. <laughs> and you know, it's really interesting because that's the difference between the spiritual ego and guidance. The spiritual ego stops and thinks. Guidance just does what we're asked to do. And normally, you know, most of us aren't normally as high as I was then. Then my guidance was very natural. Everything was guidance. Normally I'm not quite that high. Normally I'm much more in a place where really ego or Holy Spirit could answer any question. And so what I need to do is I need to pause. I need to let go of my own thoughts, let go of my own decision-making process that might try and decide what the spiritual thing is to do here and just ask, what shall I do now? And one thing I've learned is that if we really want to receive guidance, a great way to ask is to ask from a point of almost desirelessness except that we do have one desire, and that's to want whatever the Holy Spirit wants. So if we can let go of all of our values, all of our ideas about right and wrong, get down to a complete point of desirelessness, except for wanting what the Holy Spirit wants, and then ask, what shall I do? We will receive an answer, and then we just trust the answer. And as I mentioned, on this particular day, I knew it was love to sign the petition. And just so you know how that story played out, uh, everyone signed the petition. I, I don't think anyone didn't. They did remove the woman from the bus, but what they did was they gave her a private driver and a you know, nice-looking black Mercedes-Benz, and she got to finish her tour in style. And not only was everyone on the bus very happy, but she was very happy. She was very happy because she didn't really like being on that bus with people. And once she was given her own private driver, uh, she was completely happy. So signing the petition was love. Everyone received what they wanted to receive in that particular case. And if I had used my spiritual ego to make the decision, I would not have signed. So it shows how mistaken our spiritual ego can be. So this is why Holy Spirit is asking us to ask him all the time. Because if we aren't asking him all the time, if we aren't turning it over all the time, letting go of our values, letting go of what we think is right and wrong and asking for guidance, we're probably deciding from our values, which is really deciding from the ego, even if it's the spiritual ego. And as long as the ego is still in our mind, we need to continue to turn things over. We just... This is yours, Holy Spirit. You know, whatever I say tonight while I'm teaching, let it come from you, Holy Spirit. This telephone conversation is yours, Holy Spirit. Whatever I think or say during the conversation, let it come from you, Holy Spirit. And we just keep turning it over. And that's the way to stay in the flow of guidance. 